to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my show, Prince Among Queens. I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at troy at t-besttalentagency.com. And if you'd like to call in today to speak to our special guest, you can do so on 866-472-5787. Once again, we're on location in sunny Puerto Vallarta. So if you, like I said, if you hear any glitches or sounds, it's, it's Mexico, everybody. There's not much we could do about that. But enough of all of that. Let's get down to our special guest today. I'm very excited to have them here in, uh, on the show. And you've all heard the voice many, many times on the radio and around the world. We have the goddess herself, the voice of KLF, Miss Wanda D, and her husband, partner, comrade Eric Floyd. Yay! Yay! How are you guys? <laughs> How are you guys? Hi, Troy. Hello. Hi, Troy. Good, good. You both look good. Uh, thank, thank you. you. So do you. Yeah. <laughs> we go back decades, don't we? Yes, we do. Yes, Way we do. back. It's been a long time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we're still here to talk about it and still have fun yes. and make music Thank that God. people love. Yes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'd rather be over the hill than under the hill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's very true. Very true. So, um, all right. Well, getting getting down to it, we, we'll start here in the beginning. Um, so basically, uh, uh, Wanda... You were born Lawanda in the Bronx, and you grew up in the, in the Bronx. And as a teenager, you right off the bat became the first female hip hop DJ and a protege of um, uh-huh. DJ Cool Herc. Is that correct? That is correct. So how how was and he actually gave you the name Wanda D, from what I understand. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> not at so, all. We didn't write Wanda's Wikipedia. We don't no, know who the hell wrote it. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that, that information is bogus in that well, i don't know about yeah a lot of the wikipedia yeah. stuff but yeah so how yeah. how did you you just transferred over to the name wanda d from lawanda or how did that come about no <laughs> on your on your records i mean how how was it listed wanda d right yes, yes it is yes yeah so okay. how did you get the name wanda d i came up with it because i love ruby d and ozzy davis Ah, so yeah, <laughs> as okay. a couple, I admired them in acting and her. She's a very, very, very talented actress. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, hey, she's successful with that name. And so can I. There you go. That's true. <laughs> we later became friends with Ruby and Ozzy as well. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's it's always nice when you know, when you, you know, personally know them. And their son, mm-hmm. Guy Davis, starred in Beat Street. Yep. Movie you made your motion picture sure debut. Right, right. I've got something about that in here as a way. Because then from 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 there being the first female hip hop DJ, that's where um you were introduced to I can't pronounce it's Africa Africa Bambada. Thank you, Bambada. I can repeat it, I just can't say it right off the bat to my Yes. <laughs> um and that's where you were inducted into the Universal Zulu Nation. Yes, I was. So that um and Eric, for, forgive me for at this part, but at that point in time, um, Eric, I believe was was your manager, but you were with Richard Cisco. Is that? Uh, again, no, I don't want to bring that. Right. Stuff. That's not true. <laughs> Please don't use any that information okay. in that Wikipedia. Then none of that is true. We will just go on yeah. and well, saying. Well, DJ Nick for is Warbimbata. 
and cool, cool her. her. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. There and we go. Her. There we go. So there you go. And that's where you. That's where the appearance in Beach Street and everything came about. Right. Her Belafonte personally auditioned her. Yes. Who Harry did? Yeah, he came up to the Bronx and personally auditioned me for the movie. Right. And that was like, like, talk about mind blowing to have Harry Belafonte in front of me while I'm DJing. And so after I finished scratching and cutting up and everything, I asked him, uh, will there be a part for a female DJ in your movie? Uh He said, now it now it is. There is he says now there, there is the hand standing yeah. up on my arms right now because the, yes. whole, the yes. whole energy of, of that whole meeting. Yes. Wow. Yes. That had to be a complete rush to say. Oh yes. Major. <laughs> I mean, I've watched this man in movies as a little girl, and now it, it was like a dream come true, and he's right there in front of me. Right. And I can right. Touch him, you know. <laughs> Really I would have. Years later, when Wanda was performing in the '90s, yeah, he got to see her really do her thing, and he came backstage and, and see her, yes, and just know that he was there when she first started as a DJ, then transitioned to a rapper, and then into now a world class singer. So it's good. It came full circle for her. It really right, did. right. Now, I mean, how you know how how I don't know that much about your growing up and and you know the the, the younger years to say, mm-hmm. but how was that? I mean, you know. Coming out, being the first female rapper, a DJ, I'm sorry, not rapper. Well, you became the rapper as well, but doing that and then, you know, meeting Harry Belafonte, being in a movie and all of that. I mean, you know, at a young age, how did that hit you? Because I know some people it overwhelms them and then they, mm-hmm. as we know, they go off to the wild side. You stayed focused. But how, I mean, how how did you feel? I mean, besides, you know, amazing and <laughs> accomplished for what Ex- you did. Excited. Um euphoric because mm-hmm. you know when you dream something that long and as as a child I, i've always loved glitz and glamour and <laughs> and music and and acting and so to watch stars as as a young girl growing up in the bronx and then they're standing right there in front of you mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 just phenomenal. But when you're carting your records around throughout the five boroughs, did you know you were making history at the time? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was something that I loved to do, mm-hmm. and and I got a big thrill out of it. And never once did I think I'd end up in history books. And right. Having records. You know, where, I'm, where I am today, uh, I just. I do know when I was like two or three years old, I used to like dream of just being in show business. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And DJing was the door that opened up for me to come into the music industry. Isn't that funny how, how things happen? I mean, I remember as a yeah. kid, I my whole grand thing, because I was doing acting and I did some TV shows and, and stuff like that. I was uh-huh. like, of course, you know, wanting to get that Academy Award and get up there and thank my mother and father, right. and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And then as I got in the business and I started meeting these different people, it becomes a little bit, you know, overwhelming. I had to, you know, not be goo goo gaga, you know, sometimes you have to just <laughs> say, okay, Troy, level out, be cool. Uh-huh. Just, a, just a normal person like everybody else. But when you saw yourself on the screen, 
for the first time. I uh-huh. mean, what was, how was that? I mean, I would have probably jumped out of my seat. <laughs> That's I, me, I, I, it was, it was tears of joy because it, again, you just don't know how you're going to get there. Right. And, and when you're just, when I'm toiling around in, in, in the Bronx and carrying my records and my equipment and DJing and, and Queens and Brooklyn and Staten Island, New Jersey, <laughs> Connecticut, not, I just never thought I'd get to that point. How was it in the movie theater though? When the you movie- went in the back and they didn't know you was there, oh. you watched yourself, people watching you, how was that? I, it was like, okay, the lights went down and I, <laughs> I went into the movie theater and I sat in the back. I was gonna say, probably in the Bronx. The this is the movie theater in the <laughs> in Bronx. Your neighborhood. In my neighborhood. And so I sat in the back of the uh <clears throat> back of the theater, and of course it was sold out. It was packed. So <laughs> when my part came on, it was a standing ovation. Oh. And it was like, oh, oh, oh my god, a female DJ. They were just <laughs> they were on their feet rooting and and shouting and throwing their fists in the air. And it was like, I was like, wow. <laughs> so of course I left before the lights. I was going to say, oh, you yeah. did? You didn't wait till the lights came up and then there you were? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Well, that's you great. know, Beat Street was also her passport to Europe. It definitely was. Uh, she got called to go over to overseas to, to Europe, Europe. To tour as a yeah. DJ. They didn't want Richard Cisco to go. They just wanted Wanda D. And mm-hmm. so that was the first time going to Europe. That's right. That's, yeah. <clears throat> I was gonna I was gonna ask about that if that, you know, if that information that I had was was correct or not. Because I didn't want to say that is correct. something again. But um, yeah, everybody was more in favor of you um as a solo. And so that's what brought you over there. And then I, I believe you had um a couple of platinum records right off the bat. Was it to that's the right. bone yeah. and the goddess? Um yeah. Yeah, and blue eyes. And blue eyes, yeah. And blue eyes, okay. Blue yeah, eyes. I didn't have that. Oh yeah, I do. I have that on my record here. Yeah, that was with Stock Aikman and Waterman. That's yeah. right. Peter Waterman gave me the opportunity to not only write my own rap record, record it, but DJ on it as well. And wow. so, yeah, the first for a female. <laughs> yeah, never a female had scratched and rapped. On this and record wrote. together, and wrote. Um, wrote at the same oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually yeah. signed her twice. He signed her in the eighties as a yeah. rapper, yeah. and then once they hit rap success, they sort of the label changed some management, and so she was dropped. And he signed her again in the nineties as yeah. a singer, and right. ended up being the last artist ever signed to BWL. Yes, Stock Hack and Waterman disbanded. Problem never even came out, but we never. kept the five million dollar advance. <laughs> that's not your fault that all that happened behind the scenes thank you right? Peter Waterman thank you, paid. Exactly. Thank thank you, you. Peter thank you. <laughs> we'll love you forever right yes <laughs> so, um, so, during that, you up. <laughs> so during that um, uh, that time that you were there I also um, have down in my notes before the, the whole KLF thing um, happened that you also Eric that you produced a show um, the all-star Cavalcade Express? Yes. <laughs> did I pronounce that right? Yes, yes you did. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. So I know. I'm going back. So um, uh, what was that? Tell me what that was all about. It was like something about high school or? or... Sure. Every year I would produce this show called Eric Floyd's All-Star Cavalcade Express. Okay. And I would invite different celebrity friends of mine to join me at various high schools throughout the tri-state area to do programs, assembly programs for upperclassmen, yeah. juniors and seniors only. 
of inspiration, education, motivation, fascination, education, and determination. That's all from the Jesse Jackson School of Rhetoric. And don't forget recreation. Exactly. <laughs> and so, so we're very successful at Bushwick High School because I'm, I'm from Bushwick Projects in Brooklyn. Right. And so we went to Eastside High School two years in a row. The high school famous for Joe Clark from the movie Lean on Me, played by Morgan right. Bill Clark was a real man. He just died this year, as a matter of fact. God rest yeah, his soul. God rest his he was soul. so good to us. So we went up the first year with no problem. We had like Beverly Johnson and Edie Chacon and Full Force, MC Light, Chris Rock. I mean, some great people came with us. So the second year we went, uh, we had Mark Anthony, because I just discovered Mark Anthony at 17 years old and put him in a movie I wrote called East Side Story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mark Anthony's with us, and Saray, and Full Force again. Mm-hmm. And I think, I forgot him, Edie Chacon came. That, was it, it Corona or something in there too? Was Ooh. Corona? Corona? Karina! Karina. 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 She I'm was sorry. there. I'm sorry. That's Karina. right. That's all right. <laughs> but do you know it didn't matter because once Wanda went on stage, nobody else went on stage. It was she over. Went, she literally <laughs> shut the whole show down, school down, because that was the infamous Joe Clark scandal. <laughs> now Joe Clark approved the show. He knew that Wanda had a provocative show and that she had these four muscle-bound G-men, we call them. And we're gonna we're gonna get to that, Eric, in one second, because I know after that is when everything took off. Yes. <laughs> but first we're gonna hear uh one of uh, the tracks, one of some uh, not your first track, but one of the major, major tracks, uh What Time is Love? Oh uh, yes. with Wanda D featuring um the KLF on there. And we'll be right back with more of Eric and Wanda. Stand by. Bring the break. What time is love? This is Crystal Waters, and you're listening to my favorite prince, Troy Bronstein, on Prince Amongst Queens on voiceamerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day, we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. 
Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite Prince Among Queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, everybody, welcome back. We're here with Wanda and with Eric, and we were just talking about how the, um, uh, well, the, the, the infamous over-the-top structure started with Wanda in that play. Go ahead, Eric. Eric go ahead. You can continue. <laughs> the 60-second version was that Joe knew about the provocative elements of Wanda's show. He felt like the dancers who would be on stage eventually with just G-string and baby oil and nothing else, they were just posing, you know, gyrating, you know, nothing scintillant. They were posing like bodybuilders. He's like, okay, that's good. That's okay. So... However, he wasn't there that day. He had to go do a speaking engagement. Yeah. So he left the school in the care of his vice principal, Mr. Nepier, who didn't <laughs> Nepier, yeah, just like that, Nepier. <laughs> he did not know the content of the show. So when Wanda started ripping off each of the beautiful boys' pants <laughs> held together by Velcro and their butts came out and they were just posing, the kids went, <sighs> And the, the, <laughs> he looked on the stage like an Olympian, and he, went to, and he started pulling the curtain, and this big, huge, heavy velvet red curtain went bam and slammed one in all the face. All I saw was red. That's all she saw was red. He said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, calm down. This show is over. And mind you, <laughs> these were juniors and seniors. And some so of them had children themselves. Said, I was going to say. Something. That's right. <laughs> So all the other acts were like, oh, man, we wanted to go on. And one was like, Eric, maybe we shouldn't have did it. I said, are you kidding me? This is going to be a phenomenon. It was a shot heard around the world. <laughs> we got about $40 million worth of publicity. We were on Good Morning America, the Today Show. Yeah. We were on People Are Talking and Current Affair. And it just would not stop. That's, People that's magazine what I... did a story on us and had to choose who's going to be on the cover, John Gotti or Wanda D. Or Wanda Dean. Jr. Show. Uh, yeah, because I mean, for People Magazine, Good Morning America, you were like, all of a sudden, it was like, like you said, the shot heard around the world. Boom. Yeah, so three was, million yeah. records in about three months. It was phenomenal. Again, yeah. a first for a rapper, a female yeah. rapper. It's never been done before. Who would have thought? See, just pulling that little sex move in there, rip their pants off, and bam. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, two of the boys who were her demon. Well, I actually starred them in each side story. So you got to see them act and then you got to see their asses. I mean, these boys had great futures behind them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, so then actually after that, that's yeah, the East the East Side story, which was produced by you, right, Eric? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. And he wrote was, it. I was gonna say, did you write that as well? Yes, yeah, did. I did write it. Mm-hmm. In less than 30 days, he wrote that movie. It was a very funny story too. Al Batone, God rest his soul. He told me, listen, how long is it going to take you to write this fucking movie? 
I said, well, I need a lease. I never wrote a movie before in my life. No. Give me six months. Perfect. I'll give you an apartment uptown. I'm going to give you a Cadillac. Also, I'll give you 30 days. I said, did you hear me? I said, I need six months. I know I heard you. 30 days. <laughs> I said, okay, it'll be done in 30 days, Al. And it was done in 28 days. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's great. I have to apologize because I've, I've, I've not seen it. I will check it out it's now. on YouTube. Yeah, go to YouTube. Put you know, Eric Floyd's okay. East Side Story. <laughs> so. I just, it was Mark Anthony's first movie. He was 17 years old. He plays Flaco, which of course means skinny uh, mm-hmm. in Latin and Spanish. And he was wonderful. I yes, trained him and everything as an actor. I cast Karina, Saray, mm-hmm. uh, Sapphire, uh, La India, all of them. I cast them all. Wow, all the freestyle artists. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nailed. And Edith on. Oh, again, 30 seconds. I was going to Capizio's dance center to get one of some shoes. And I kept saying, I want a woman like Edith Chacon to play Francesca Fuego. Someone like Edith Chacon. Someone like Edith Chacon. And over the Capizio goes, ding, dong. The door opens up. Yeah. comes out. Edith Chacon. She walks up to Capizio. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Her husband, Jenna. <laughs> Dude, I'm funny. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm starting. Listen, Mr. Chacon, I have this movie called East Side Story. I, I wrote the movie and I, he's like, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I said, I wrote a movie called East Side Story about a character named Francesca Fuego. I based it on you. I always wanted to meet you. I didn't know how I was going to meet you. And hit me. There was no social media back in 1988. No cell phone. I got to meet her. Okay? Yeah. Last cell phone I had was a brick. Yes. So, yeah. He said, okay, well, it must be a reason why we've met. Send me the script, how much it's paying, and we'll see if she's available. Was. And she kicked ass. She Ooh. sure did. Eat it, Jacob. Eat it, Jacob. Eat it, Jacob. Eat it, Jacob. amazing. Isn't that funny, though, how, you know, that that's one of the signs where, you know, it was meant to be, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? When that shit happens like that. Correct. It's yes. like, okay, this is, this was meant to be, this is, this is it, you know? Divine design. Synchronicity. <laughs> and that's what happened with the KLF. The yeah. same, same thing. Yeah. yeah Whatever like, you're ready, Troy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then during all that or right at the end of that is when um, uh, Pete Waterman re-signed Wanda. Yes, um, he did. As a, a recording artist and a, a publishing deal, yeah, and yes. um, a singer, and a singer, and a singer as well. Yes. And then, um, well, at that point, now when that whole thing dissolved, Bill Drummond and Jim Cowdy mm-hmm. were they part of PWL or no? Yeah, they were interns. Mm-hmm. They were interns. Okay, yes, they were mm-hmm. low level interns. <laughs> Well, they were smart. <laughs> yeah, they were learning and absorbing, learning and absorbing from <laughs> you know, three of the best. Yeah. Peter Waterman, Mike Stock, and Matt Aiken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those were those were the guys that basically, I mean, did the the music and and the KLF. Now, was that I mean, was that correct that they sampled you without your knowledge? That's how that it started. Exactly. Okay. Right. So, so Wanda, would you always say you weren't invited into the KLF? I was ignited into, into the, the KLF. KLF. <laughs> you were the KLF. Let's just yeah. put it that way. So, um, but you know, everything again, everything happens for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And and what they did wasn't right, but it would all, you know, I'm going to say, sort of worked out. And in, in in the end, you're you're you came out ahead. Let's put it that way. Thank you. And we took still... lemons. We took lemons and made it into lemonade. That's it. That's it. And drinking the flavor because I mean yeah. we had you know, <laughs> so so many hits and songs. What time is love? Last train, you know, Trans Central. Yeah. Um, the white uh, was the white the white, white room, room album. The white room uh, album on Arista. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's still is selling today, is it not? Yeah. 
And it went down in the Guinness Book of Records as the biggest selling uh, singles group of the 90s was KLF because their music was way ahead of its time. I mean, yes, they used right. so many amazing uh, technological advances and, and samples. It, it just was way ahead of its time. So that it's still timeless today. Where I think they realized they, uh, can we curse? Can I say fucked up? No, well, you already just did, but Let's don't edit it out. Okay. Don't edit it out. <laughs> Thank you. Where they screwed up was that um, in our contract, all videos and all mm -hmm. singles were supposed to read the KLF featuring Wanda D. Mm -hmm. So people would recognize them as two separate entities. Clive Davis and I agreed upon because they want a risk to BMG. Mm -hmm. And that's what the group agreed upon. Mm -hmm. But when the videos came out, the singles came out, they didn't do it. I don't know what crawled up in their head said, let's just call it the KLF. I said, you will rule the day yeah. that you did not separate the two. And they've right. been ruining it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're, exactly. you're, you're still around and known as that. And who Correct. are they, really? <laughs> you know? and it, was, it, was the, it was the 90s techno group syndrome. And you know all the acts I'm about to mention, Troy. But if you remember, <clears throat> Snap was the name of the German producers. Right. And of course, the voices of Snap were Thea Austin and Penny right. Ford and Turbo B. And then, of course, into with CNC Music Factory, which is the producers, Cole and Clavilas, God rest right. his soul, David Cole. But the voices of CNC, I got Freedom Williams, Martha Wash, and Zelma Davis, and uh, Deborah Cooper trilogy. Well, Technotronic was the same way. These groups, all the names of the producers, right? they all had different touring factors. I mean, you book CNC, well, which CNC do you want? You want Martha, you want Selma, you want Freedom. What's not you want to snap a deal or pay? Black box, same yeah. thing was Mark yeah. Walks, Lolita Holloway. Right. right. KLF, there was never two groups touring the world. Only one. Mm -hmm. It was never like which KLF you want. It was only one. Bill and Jimmy never mm -hmm. toured. Nope. The other voices of KLF never toured. So for the last 31 years, Wanda got it's all been the you guys, yeah. Which and is great. Going from I mean, clubs to yeah. theaters to arenas yeah. to festivals and to headlining stadiums. You know, it's like you said, you, you've got, you hold the Guinness World Book of Records as the number one singles selling act of the 90s. Nice. I mean, you 35 million records, over 35 million records sold to date, 75 countries. I mean, you're touring everywhere, you know, that, that I was reading. I didn't really see some places I couldn't pronounce and some places <laughs> I didn't know where they were, <laughs> but you were there. And we were there twice. You know? And the so, Bootman um, group around the world licensed my song. They used my song to close their show. The Bootman group. Well, that's Trina Transcentral. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And they pay a royalty mm -hmm. uh, every single week. So there's 10 Bootman groups around the world. Bootman in New York, Vegas, mm -hmm. uh, LA, London, Berlin, Toronto. Tokyo. Uh, right, Tokyo. <laughs> I can't name them Orlando. But each one pays a royalty every single week to one. And they all use it? They all they use all it? Use it. Yeah. It's at the very end of the show when they pull and pull it out right. over the audience. They're playing all aboard, all aboard, world. Woo-woo. <laughs> and you say, come on, boy, do you want to ride? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Isn't that funny, though? Because you think about it. I remember when they first started, you know, and everybody's mm -hmm. like, what is this weird thing? People with blue faces banging on drums yes. and, you know, and now look, you know what I mean? Remember now them look. from Astor Place. Astor Place in New York in when New they York. started. Yeah. A little tiny theater. <laughs> wow. 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 God, that's, that's, that's something. So, well, we're getting ready to take another, another break here. And um, for those of you listening, we're going to hear um, uh, one of, one of my favorites, which is, well, they're all my favorites, but 3 a.m. Eternal. I like, that right. I like the, the beat with that. And like you said, it was, it was done. 
it was kind of a little bit ahead of its time because then you had two unlimited and you had like snap and you had those yeah. groups coming after the fact that you already made the indentation. <laughs> you know, we started in 1990 yep. yes. and, and set the page. So yes. we're going to hear a little bit of 3AM Eternal and then we'll be back with more of Eric and Wanda. Stay tuned. our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, this is Jeannie Tracy. You're listening to our favorite prince, Roy Brunstein, on Prince Among Queens on VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to A Prince Among Queens featuring Troy Bronstein. Listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We're here with Eric and Wanda and uh... We're talking about the KLF days, and so during during all of this, when all this is happening, and, and all these records are being sold, and everything's going on, I guess the there was the two guys, Bill and Jim, and um, well, I guess and yourself, but there was the disputes, and then everybody disbanded, and it was like kind of like 
they thought the end of, <laughs> of KLF, except Wanda, as, as the voice, you continued it on and thank God that you did so that everybody can still um, enjoy, you know, the music and, and um, everything that you've got to do because it's your um, provocativeness. Is that the right word that I can say? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole... Um, Glamour, glitz. The glitz, the glamour, sexy, the sexy, the whole, image, you know, yeah. the whole thing that you bring. That's what people want to see. You know, right. yeah. let's, let's just be real. You know, when you go to see a show, uh-huh. you don't want, you know, somebody standing up there and, you know, it's like, I love Adele to death, but I'm going to use that as an example. Uh-huh. You know, she can only stand there so long and sing without you being bored. You know what right. I mean? Uh-huh. The voice will hold you, uh-huh. but you get somebody like you that's out there and dancing and has the sex and the, and the, you know, the, just the whole appeal and the, the game and the, the people Thank and the, the movement and everything going on. It's entertainment. That's, yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's different it going to a concert and listening to music or going to a concert and being entertained. And I think people today in today's world, especially now with the whole COVID thing and all that, yes. as we come out of this whole mess, they're going to want entertainment. They're going to want to be entertained because That's right. if they're going to pay money for something, it's going to be like, show me what, you, you know, show me what you got yeah. and that type of thing, which you do all the time. So it's going oh, to be easy, you, you know, thank for you, some other people you. are going to have to work at it. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you, know, the, you know, they'll get it. But I just think that now, you know, we're at a time here where, you know, entertainment needs to be entertainment again, just like it did back in the day. Yes. You know, back right. in the old yes. Hollywood days, like you were talking about yes. growing up as a kid. Yes. You know, the whole Hollywood thing. I mean, yeah. you know, that was entertainment. That and, was entertainment. You know, it's it's going to go back to that, you know? Yes. You know? Like, I used to tap dance as a kid, you know? And, and, ah, Lawrence, and Lawrence, right. Welk, Lawrence Welk asked me to be on his show. Wow. But I said no. <laughs> my, parents, my parents got mad at me, but it was just like, that wasn't my thing, you know? But I think about mm-hmm. it now, and all I wanted to do was meet Bobby and Sissy, the two little the, the husband oh. dancers, and I got to play the spoons. <laughs> the, the guy um i can't remember his name but Neither can I. that's you know but we went and we saw him like three or four times up in tahoe mm-hmm. and vegas and stuff like that because I, I mean i really enjoyed them but um you know that whole thing as far as entertainment and people seeing you know uh, it's an energy it's it's not love but it that's is a right. love it's a form Ener- of love but it's energy it and energy. you know Yes. You as a performer feed off of the audience and then giving their yes. energy, just like they're feeding off of your energy. Yeah, and, that's, right. you know, that's when you leave something and you're like, wow, that was a great show. It, it, it's like an umbilical cord connected from us to the audience. And mm-hmm. so whatever that energy that we're pumping out and piping out all that love energy, they give it back to us 10 to 20 fold. And so <laughs> it's, it's a symbi- like a symbiotic type of thing and i'm giving they're giving he's giving it it's like back and forth like a tennis match mm-hmm. and we love it we love it you're saying yeah, tennis. I'm, I'm thinking more like orgy but still everybody <laughs> it's like making love well you know when you have that many people on stage doing all that kind of stuff it's a little bit exactly. of a caligula thing going on but you Wanda know is exotic erotic and hypnotic <laughs> that, that, i mean that's it, it you know, I, I saw that because I watched last night, I watched um, the show in uh, Talon that you did. With, that was I the mean, biggest show she's ever done. 200,000 yeah. 200, people. Yeah. I mean, it was massive. And I remember, yes. you know, I was watching in the beginning where they're playing the music and you were standing on the side and doing your prayers and, you know, all that stuff yes. with the mic in your hand and Taking in you know, waiting energy. to go out. And then when you went out, your your heel got stuck in yes. the, the back of the, the duster. Thing. The duster. 
you know, and I was like, oh God, okay, how's she going to handle that? How's she going to, and you just did it like a pro. And then eventually, you know, you unclipped yourself and then you're like, damn, I'm taking this off. And you just, just took the whole jacket off. But yes. the crowd, the energy, the love, I mean, yeah. just the whole emotion from them. I mean, I had goosebumps it's, just watching it. And, it's, you know, it's so healing, you know, just watching them with such joy on their faces. Reliving the childhood. Some of them had tears in their eyes because they were just, it just took them back to that time when everything was good and no responsibilities. And, you know, so I'm happy to be able to give that to them. We're happy. I'm sorry, but Uh the story we told on stage that night was Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. We had went to Tallinn, Estonia the first time in 1993, which is about 27 years of before that show. Mm-hmm. And we only played a theater with 5,000 people, which we were grateful to do. We headlined 5,000 people. Okay. Uh, but when we got there that first time in 1993, they had never seen Black people before. At all. So literally, they did say to us, there were like a 200 of them following us down the street. We were walking through in, town. In town square. Yeah. And finally said, well, what is it? <laughs> and finally, one person had the courage to say, we mean no disrespect, but we've just never seen a live Black people before. I said a live Black person. Well, like, Black person before. They said, can we can touch, we touch you? you? We're like, he's like, sure. sure. This is pre-COVID now. This is 1993. Yeah. So we're like, okay. We were like Martians. We just got off our spaceship. We put our hands out, and they were just like loving to see if it came off. Because uh-huh. they only saw Black people on TV, but yeah. not in their town. So now we fast forward, you know, 2000, was that 2018, I believe. Uh, 2019, 19, 19. 19. and all of a sudden, one of the boys who had touched us back then and saw us in the theater was now hired. His name was Algo. He was one of Wanda's dancers. He was the dancer. Show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thousand people. So that was beautiful to know that you know we were wearing shoes older than him. Yeah. But there he was <laughs> back on stage, and once again, Wanda said to the audience, "You may touch us." It was a little different this time yeah. because people were pushing toward the front, and yeah, you heard us say. Right. Right. Hey, I was like, hey, don't hurt anybody. I don't want anybody. But it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But yeah, I mean, it's got to be just you know. I used to. I remember one time I saw um, Janet Jackson perform uh, in Oakland. I saw her many times, but love her. um, I love her. Yeah, she's great. And you know, she came out and did the opening number and all that, and then you know, stood there and the crowd was going crazy. And you know, she's you know, accepting it, and then you know, she starts to cry, and then the crowd, of course, gives you more and all that kind of stuff. I'm thinking to myself. What a crock. I mean, it's a stage. She wants wants more, you know, she's milking it, she's milking it. But once in the business and I see how all that really is. And like I said earlier, my hair stands up on my arms, you know, on, on things like that. That was real. That was real. You know, the, the love that, that she was feeling from the audience, you know, just overwhelmed her that she started crying. I mean, that happens, you know, Um, spiritual connection between you and the audience. That's true. That's true. It's a, it's a very, it's a very different thing. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm just, you know, the, the innocent bystander on the side that, you know, collects the money or writes the checks or whatever you want to do, yes. but you I've been in those, job. Yes. Yeah, but I've, you know, been in, in those situations standing on the sides and I've cried, you know, yeah. and I've just felt for whatever reason, that moment, I just felt something and it made me cry. And made wow. you feel, yeah, made you feel good. And yeah, just, it was it was a it was like a um, a euphoric rush from the yes. inside out, and yes. it was just the tears is what was coming out instead of sweat. I guess I don't know, but right. you know, and it was very orgasmic. I'm sure 
it, it, you know, it, it was actually, it was, it's, you can't, that's why I'm like going, I can't describe the actual <laughs> feeling. You can't, yeah. I can't describe the feeling because it's a, you know, it's like, it's from the inside out. It's a, it's a rush. It's like, something's trying to just come out of your, your mm-hmm. body. Like, yes. you know, like, bam, here I am, yes. you know, and um, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit overwhelming. So and for us, it's gratitude, you know, yeah. tomorrow, May 21st will mark 41 years. We've known each other yes. and 36 years of marriage. And wow. so we're grateful mm-hmm. that, you know, at 55 and 58 years old, yes. respectively, able to go around See, and you guys both look great i'm going to be 60 believe it or not in november. Oh, I'm like, all right <laughs> to be able to crisscross the world 150 cities 90 countries six continents together 48 u.s states together yeah. we are extremely grateful to them to give us the mm-hmm. lifetime opportunity to live out our dreams mm-hmm. and live it together you also have a son that is in uh, the business, yeah. so yes. to speak, as well, right? Correct. Yes. Siamese. Right. The godson he, of rock and soul. <laughs> if, if Prince I, and Michael Jackson had a baby. Is that it? Okay. He'd, he'd we'll, be the we'll love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was doing a show in Vegas there for a little bit, and then he was yeah. on yes. X Factor or something too, right? Correct. Yes. He was a finalist on X Factor. He was Vegas' youngest headliner. And he's he's amazing because he, he produced, wrote, arranged, Mm-hmm. I sang every voice on his mm-hmm. uh, his debut album project. Um, mm-hmm. So if you dig it, it's his fault. If you hate it, it's his fault. But <laughs> he's very talented. In fact, on this Super new talent. single, Relax, the remake of the Frankie Goes to Hollywood single, he mm-hmm. uh, co-produced that. He sure did. Yes, he did. Wow. Wow. So that That's has cool. to be kind of a, again, that euphoric rush, but it's more of a proudness when you saw him on stage, uh, you know, what, he was at oh, the Hilton, yes. right? So so I you saw one him of my, the Las Vegas Hilton. Yes. yes. I saw yeah. one of my favorite performers in the world. He, yes. You know, his athleticism is second to none. If you've ever watched him or go on YouTube and watch Siamese, you see that the way he can do the splits and the leaps and mm-hmm. the kicks and the twirls in six inch heels, you know, like his mother, he can spin on a dime in six inch <laughs> heels and give you nine cents change. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to fling the hair, but we can't fling on the heel, right? Eric? Exactly. <laughs> All the days when I had hair, the right? day. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of all of that, another uh, icon, which I mean, I miss, and I'm sure you guys you miss her as well. And we're going to play um, a track on our on our next break, Miss um, Lolita Holloway. Um, uh, Don't leave me this way. Oh, you guys did. And um, when I heard that, I was just like, oh. and then I didn't know which section actually to play. So I hope the audience likes the section that I that I picked because it's kind of got. You, you both in there, you know, because there's parts oh, where it's just sure. you, parts where it's just her, parts where, mm-hmm. you know, you're together. And um, so we're going to play that on the break. And um, but just a couple of your accolades before we go. Okay. I mean, currently you were you were inducted into the Smithsonian's Black Culture Exhibit, Universal's Lifetime Achievement Award recipient. That's um, true. Yes. You're Thank featured in 100 hip hop, uh, different history books. That's you hold, yes. still hold the records with the BET Live Tokyo the TV special. That's number true. one yes. in Japan and China. Yes. Um, you know, that particular show has been seen by over 200 million people. I mean, that's I stop it. you when you're wrong. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, over 500,000 people in, in Europe. You got 100,000 in Russia, Estonia. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, you know, you, you've got to just be so proud of yourself and, and what you've accomplished. Uh, I, I you am know, grateful. For yourself from, from that little female hip hop DJ that started out, <laughs> you know, now look at you. You can like, turn them and say, look, look now. Uh, so, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, but we're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back with Eric and Wanda and um, hope you enjoy this track with uh, one of my favorite uh, ladies, God rest her soul, Miss Lolita Holloway. And the track's called Don't Leave Me This Way. We'll be right back. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite prince among queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Hey, family, this is Robin S., and you're listening to Prince Among Queens with my brother from another mother, Troy Bronstein. Listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, everybody, welcome back. And hopefully you enjoyed that little piece of Don't Leave Me This Way with Wanda and Lolita. That's going to be coming out on the next album, actually, on Goddess Empire Records. So keep your eyes out for that. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the last segment here, I want to make sure since we've got two people uh, that we get it all in. And um, of course, it's your favorite, your three, well, it's now four favorites, um, city, song, show, and food. So let's first start with Wanda. On your favorite city, what's your favorite city that you enjoy the most to go to? Doesn't have to be performing at. It's just your favorite city or place, I guess I should say. 
believe it or not, London, England. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I know it rains a lot. It's, it's mostly cloudy, but I just love everything about it. The, the ancient feel of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I just, it, I don't know. It, I feel so at peace there. Right. And plus, right. that was the first place I ever traveled leaving the Bronx and getting on an airplane and flying to London, England. So it's got memories. And Eric, what about you? What's your favorite city? Um, Sydney, Australia. I happen to love Australia. We've been to Australia a few times. Yes. And I love it. I love all of Australia, but Sydney's been very good to us. Great mm-hmm. people, great attitudes. Yes. I, I understand the language. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sydney. All right. And so what about um, favorite show? Wanda, what, what is your favorite show that's most remarkable that you can always remember and will always, you know, if you're depressed and something goes wrong, it's like you think about that show and it's like, that was the bomb. What, what would that be and where? When I was in Australia, Ooh. we played their version of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And it was like 16,000 young teenage kids called Wonderland screaming from the beginning to the end of the concert on Halloween night. Yes. Wow. <laughs> God. Vincent Price had just died that year. Yeah. He's he did. A to him. Yes. That was a good show. And Eric, what about you? The Hippodrome, London, San Antonio, <gasps> Texas. Uh, I remember that club. Because uh, even though it wasn't one of the biggest we've ever done, it was probably one of the only times when Austin was a close one, too. Austin, yeah. we thought they had came to the wrong show. Yeah. They were screaming at us like we were Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. <laughs> we were like, do you understand who you've come to see? Like, <laughs> okay, well, this is back to uh, uh, the, 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 the Hippodrome. Yeah. It was one of the only shows where the owner came back to the dressing room when the show was over. We were going, boom, boom. Wanda, Wanda. She said, can you do any more? I said, there's nothing left. She said, okay, I'll pay you to just start the tracks over and do the whole show again. Repeat. <laughs> what? <laughs> she gave us the money. I said, dancers, soup back up. Get the boots right. back on. Everybody, back it up. <laughs> and we did the whole show again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. I remember the Hippodrome. That's the one that has that like elevator thing on the stage, right? Yeah. Right. The and no, there's, a, there's a famous picture of me where I, I was so spent and, and, exhausted. I, and exhausted. After the second, After the second performance, <laughs> I dropped the mic on the stage. Oh, I'll send you that photo. <laughs> That's funny. And that was before dropping the mic was the thing. Yeah, exactly. probably, right? <laughs> and that meant, I don't care how much money they're offering us, we're not doing the show a third time. That's right, it. exactly. I don't care. I'm done. I'm done. I need to I'm rest. Spent. What was bittersweet about that show was that Selena had just got shot and yeah. killed. Oh. And that's like her hometown. Yeah. San Antonio. I'll never forget that. Oh. Loved her. Yeah. yeah. And so then your favorite song. What's one? What's your favorite song, Wanda? My you? favorite song is by Tina Turner, The Best. Oh. Ah. Very good, very good. And Eric? And she performs that, too. Yes. It's a show. <laughs> Me? Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, the one that she just did, Relax. I love uh, Relax. And I always felt that Wanda could do it justice, and she certainly does, because she has that reggaeton rap in the middle of it, and even though white folks call it forgotten, it's reggaeton. <laughs> reggaeton. <laughs> she kills it, and I love how she does it, especially when she opens up with, 
do you want to come? I mean, come on, who comes says that? Do you want to come? <laughs> that was what you opened. You opened Talon with that song, right? Yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to come? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy, boy, boy. Okay. Now, speaking of that, what's your favorite food on the road? <laughs> For me, chicken. You can't go wrong with chicken around the world, you know? <laughs> Except for one time when I was in Germany. Uh-oh. We went to this restaurant. Uh-oh. The promoter was like, okay, uh, we'll pick whatever you guys want for dinner. And they put the menu down. And I said, oh, I take this. Uh, it looks like chicken. When it got to my table, and they sat it down in front of me. It was clearly. It was a pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> Clearly a pigeon. Just laid out with his arms stretched and feet stretched <laughs> out with a, a tomato in his mouth. And we're from New York. We thought that like, pigeon when we see one. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. That is crazy. Then <laughs> oh. Eric, what about you? My favorite food on the road? We got two minutes. Wanda. Put <laughs> <laughs> all vitamin D. Good and too young, supple, strong. That's why the skin's so good, right? That's right. Vitamin E keeps my skin supple. You are who you eat. There you go. (laughs) No, pizza does it for me all the time. Pizza, you can't go wrong with pizza. Yeah, pizza and a beer is usually pretty good. And chicken, though, I usually say chicken and pizza. You know, yes, those are two two good two good options. I just text you that picture of her being spent. This is your phone right now. Oh, okay. I'll look. I'll look when we're done with the show. So. Um, I want to thank you both for being here today. And after oh. I say goodbye, hang on so I can still talk to you for a few minutes. You got and it. Uh, I want to say to the audience, I hope everyone enjoyed uh, enjoyed the show today. Um, our time is up. It goes by so fast every time. But um, yeah. join us next week. We'll have another Worldwide House recording artist. And um, don't forget, if you're looking for talent, go to www.t-besttalentagency.com. We'll be more than happy to take care of your live entertainment. My name is Troy Bronstein. Thanks for listening to our show. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you, Eric. And thank you. We'll be back with more of Prince Among Queens next week. See you later. We were honored. God is with you always. Love you guys. Stay there. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week. Follow.